Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The um, Asian Avengers. So weird. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys. Together. And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. And today is June 13th, Saturday. Yeah, um, yeah. Some big things popping this week on my YouTube feed. Dave fucking Chappelle just released like a new half hour thing. Do you see that? That was cool. It was uh, unexpected, obviously. Very powerful. Um, I know he's a kind of... I mean, he's a controversial figure. That's what he does. That's why he he, he is who he is. But I think it was it was interesting because he is... Um, he says himself, it's like a very... It's very raw. Yeah. It's not like a comedy, comedy special where you're sitting there laughing, which I think is is fine. I, I don't I don't feel like being funny. I never, I never feel like being funny, but like I, but like now, like especially, it's like it's, it's not you know, it's not like joke, joke time. So it was, it was cool, man. I, I checked it out, um, and it was interesting. What did you think of it? I liked it. I mean, I liked that. Well, you know, we've been all dying. We're all comedians. We're all fucking dying to get back on stage. It was just every time I see one of those things, like because people have been doing pop up comedy shows, so I always try to figure out like, ooh, like what can I do to do a live show again. And they show a little bit of the process. And for him, like, I mean, he lives in Ohio, which makes everything way easier because, you know, you and I joke that to to do a live show in New York, like you and I would have to buy property. And that's, yeah, yeah. and like you're only half joking because that yeah. is probably what we have to do is buy. It's really what it is. But in Ohio, because you could just like go to like a farm and like people don't care what you do. You could just I've had we, I've been to so many parties in the middle of cornfields. Nobody gives a fuck. So like I think that's kind of what he did. He just like. I mean, I'm sure he paid these people, but it just seems like it was in the middle of nowhere. Social distancing was in place. People were taking temperatures. Like, so that was, that was kind of cool. And, and, you know, to your point, like, yeah, he talked about serious shit, but like, I love how he can just make everything silly in an instant. You know, he's got like that Thanos power. You can just, he's talking about he can. police brutality, but then like a half a second later, he's talking about Candace Owens pussy or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, he, that's, that's his, like, that's his, his jam. So it was, uh, and it's funny. I mean, the other time I was really excited to hear, I mean, you know, what he had to say was, remember, his sort of comeback was SNL, mm-hmm. the week that Donald Trump won the election. Right, right. Right. And that set that he did on SNL, first of all, it was very funny. It was very, you know, he was a very tight, yeah. only 10 minutes long. And it was very like we needed to hear from somebody. Yeah. You know? And that was a time when uh, when people. This is just oh, back in 2016 where things were simpler and we just had to worry about Donald Trump. But <laughs> you know, and like now all these sorts of horrible things have happened, yeah. and um, we're at the stage. And he's you know, uh, for people who haven't seen it, Dave Chappelle himself says that like, hey, 
I didn't put anything out for, I, mean, I didn't say anything because I, I didn't need to say anything, right? The, the, I was just here to listen and just to ride along and other people were talking, the streets were talking, which was great. I thought that was perfect. You know, I never, I still, you know, I, I, I don't think we need to hear from any celebrities. And I think for him, he just was just kind of getting something out. He wasn't trying to like hijack the conversation. He was just kind of like talking through it. So like as a comedian, it was interesting to hear his process because he's like crafting his thing. He's got his joke book. He's like hanging out on stage with his, you know, Rick Owens outfit. And it, it was like, it was cool from that angle as a comedian to kind of, for me to see like his process, but it was also, I don't want to say cathartic, but it was like, it was um, another voice you want to hear, uh, you know, everything that's going on. And I think that's the way, you know, comedy is going to have to kind of adapt in that way, you know? And I think, you know, uh, today we wanted to talk about like how comedy is kind of evolving, you know, obviously it's evolved with the coronavirus thing. Like, you know, you and I have talked about a lot about this where we've got all these jokes now about the virus and we have all these things, but we haven't been on stage in three months or yeah. so. And yeah. without going on stage, we don't know if these jokes are real. And they're, not, like, they're not real. <laughs> they're not real. You know, they're not proven, right? Like, no, I, yeah. you know, you do jokes on the Zoom show, you get some laughs. Even if people are laughing and it's like going great, you just, you don't really know yeah. until you've tried it out in person yep. in, in, in a, a bunch of times on stage and a bunch of different scenarios because yeah. that's really where you can tell. Yeah. So, like, we're all kind of like figuring it out, you know, and to your point, we're all like trying to like... We're, I'm not that excited. I mean, I miss stand up a lot, but like, I, I kind of don't want to do this halfway zoom parking lot, sh- like hand job <laughs> show, you know, like, you, you want, know, you like, want oh, the real sex. I want the real thing. I don't just, don't give me the dry rub over the pants. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I want the real thing. Yeah, you know, so our, our, that's, that's me, man. I don't know. <laughs> our dicks are out for comedy. That's what it is. But, uh, so today with our guests, we kind of wanted to talk about that, you know, because yes, we had to change our comedy to Corona, but now so much shit is happening. We have to change our comedy again to make sure it's appropriate for the new world. So, uh, I'm so excited to talk to our guest yeah. today. We, I've been wanting to get him on for a long time. Uh, he, he was visiting yeah, New York for a little bit, but it didn't work out. And, but now everything's on zoom so we can get him no matter where he is he's a comedian <laughs> based in la and uh he's currently on joe coy's joe coy's new netflix special called in his element so definitely check it out just dropped yesterday uh which coincided with filipino uh independence day which i didn't know that so we can uh that's kind of fun did you guys know that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think that's why they did it that makes sense right oh that, that would you would be amazing if they didn't know that and they're like hey did you know that <laughs> We should be on there more. I but, know. Um, yeah, give it up right now for Andrew Arolfo. Yeah. Hey. What's up, everybody? What's well, up? Wow, I'm so What's happy up? to. I've been Hap- wanting to be on this forever, but I didn't know if y'all liked Have me you? for the no, longest really? time. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We've. Uh, I, so, I feel like you see you and I. Yeah. Go ahead. I was so I remember I've, I dude I've been wanting to be on this pod for like ever since I like met you met y'all since I I knew you started doing this, and then I remember there uh, Mike and I were texting because you were in the Bay doing shows, and then we were just like talking for a little bit and you're like oh we got to have you on the pod and then like you didn't you didn't see it, but I was like I teared up I was like oh hell yeah this is <laughs> yes I didn't even I, have I, to, I didn't you were even you were always so. Na- I didn't even, I was like, yes. Of course, dude. I mean, you know, like, I think it would be perfect. Uh, you're like, people can see if you're, if you you should check out the YouTube of, of this. This is a podcast we put on YouTube now too. And like, you're like, you, um, you're like, 
you're just like so fun to listen to. Obviously, your podcast, your your comedy is very fun, and then you're very fun to look at. You're just a very fun <laughs> to look at person. You yeah. know, because like you and I, I feel like we're um, you know, we're similar, we, dude. I think we're we very through, similar. Uh, yeah, we're very similar. We met through David Nguyen, uh, I mm-hmm. think, and you know, he's also a Bay Area comic, and. You know, uh, you you know you've got the you've got your you you've got the glasses. You're wearing a hoodie, even though it's L.A. It's probably 85. <laughs> um, and you got the hoodie on. You got the top knot. You got the you know that's like your thing. You're like the top knot man bun guy of comedy for a long time. That was your thing. Um, <laughs> I love it, man. Still I love is. it. I'm so glad you're here. So this is cool. Thank so you. So what yeah. is the uh, so you you're you're in L.A. right now, right? Yeah. What's Sucks. the vibe like over there in terms of like comedy? Like our shows popping up again? Because in New York, we just had I think Jay Big J Okerson and Michael Che put on like a That's parking right. lot show, and it was kind of a big deal. I just also mm. read a New York Times article about the first open mic, like an invite only open mic that happened at Stand Up New York. Like people are fucking writing about open mics now. It's fucking crazy. But Damn. what's sort of the what's the vibe over there, man? Yeah, imagine not getting let into an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was us. Me, are you, hey, yeah, you, are you, you on the list? On the, Excuse yeah. me. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, LA is pretty much shut down. I just moved here, so it. it I haven't really been doing. I felt like I, I was getting like a a little bit of a momentum and like learning about the city, and then the virus hit, so that all went away, and <laughs> I've just been yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shows. I at least I don't know of any shows that are happening. Um, I know there was like a lot of underground shows like during, during this. Ooh, and like Ooh. People, interesting, pe- interesting. People tell were us, tell real us. upset about it. People were real upset. Um, really? Yeah. Well, I I don't really know much about it other than like someone opened up like a room, like hmm. like peak right. pa- peak pandemic, like peak, and they're getting. <laughs> They're getting a lot of shit for it because they were like doing the. Do y'all do online signups in New York? Yes. Well, sometimes it depends, but like, yeah, like that slotted thing. Have you have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah, they do. It, a lot of that is down here, and uh, people were just like so, so funny. I got sent the link, and people were signing up as like just instead of names, they just like trash the person who's running it. <laughs> They'd be like. <laughs> Like number one spot goes to this guy's a fucking idiot. Number two spot, this guy should be fucking canceled. <laughs> Wait, this was, this was a open mic. It wasn't even a show. No, it was an open mic. Yeah, it was an oh, open mic. Oh God, God! Imagine dying over open mic. Jesus, right. can you imagine? Jesus. Yeah, what a yeah. Because like everybody always talks about super spreader events. Those that's really how like a lot of these things kicked off. Like in New York, one of the big ones was like a bunch of rich people before they all scattered to their various private islands, mm-hmm. they all had a big party. Mm-hmm. And like I think one person or two people had the virus and they spread it to forty people. And they those people then went to all these different places all over New York City, the United States and the world and spread it there. Yeah. But at least they're rich, you know what I'm saying? At least they're like, hey, yeah. this was a this was a sweet party, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. wasn't just like, oh, well, you know, I mean, uh, we was working on this uh, joke I have about Tinder and it didn't work, but uh hey, you know, I spread coronavirus to uh, all of Southern California, so that was, that was worth it. Yeah, God. And, um and they're probably like, hey, and asymptomatic. We're chilling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, man, um, yeah, Andrew was like uh, so so glad you're here. So so uh, you know like 
I feel uh, I want to definitely talk about um, this, you know, J- Joe Coy sort of special, and it's very, it's a different special. Uh, but I wanted to talk about that um, in a, in in a minute too, about just like you know, let's. I mean, I just want to know quickly just about you, like just let's just run through it very quickly. Like, when did you start doing comedy? You know, how did you mm-hmm. get into this uh, into this gig? And, and you're from the Bay, right? Yep, I was born and raised in the Bay Area. Uh, born in Oakland, and I spent a lot of time in like Concord, California. No one knows where that is, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, I feel like my story wasn't even that interesting. I, I used to work at this like skate shop, and then uh, oh yeah, mm. my the manager of the skate shop, he was a comedian. Like he was like a, a oh. part, like an open micer, I guess. And like he had just moved here from San Diego, and he was like, "I'm gonna go do this open mic. You want to do it with me?" And I was like, "I, I mean, sure." And then the whole <laughs> the, the whole team, the whole skate like. Like uh, the whole the whole team at the skate shop was like, I'll do it. So uh, Google, like <laughs> six of us went. We all met up before. We like wrote with each other. And then like we went to this just open mic in uh, in the East Bay called Tommy T's. And we all uh-huh. we, we and uh, we all did it. And uh, I kept going and everybody else quit. <laughs> yeah I, I just like went that one time and then I, I was like this is fun and then I went the second and I didn't I didn't know if I did bad or not I'm pretty sure I did bad whatever but I went the next week and I bombed so hard that I didn't come back for like six months and then I, I yeah, there, you go. there you go I started up again <laughs> you know I want we wanted to have you on like we're obviously like still like talking about everything that's going on and it's weird to say like everything going on because this isn't this this is like not the same as it was before if and let me explain like you know black lives matter has been around for a while you mm-hmm. know obviously all the stuff about with race and everything has been going on since the beginning of the fucking country um but um you know this uh everything that sort of kicked off uh in the last couple of weeks i feel is it feels different I don't know different. if that feels for you. Fumi, do you, do you feel, is it to feel different for you? Yeah. I mean, I, I was legit thinking about this and like, obviously, like you said, like Trayvon Martin, that should happen in 2016. People are equally mm-hmm. as upset. I don't know if it's because of Corona and like, we've just had time, like a lot more time to I, ourselves I, than before. I think, yeah. You know, I think that's definitely like, part of it. Like yeah. time to like read and, and be mm-hmm. really impacted by some of the social media stuff that's happening and like watching these videos because I mean, this is the sad truth. Like if life had just gone on without coronavirus and this happened, like, I don't know. I mean, how many people would have been like, I'm too busy to watch this video, you know? Yeah. 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 That's true. No, I feel you. This is for me, this has been, I've had out of, because this has happened like a lot, you know, we've had protests forever since I've been, you know, since, since I've been alive. And this is the, this time I felt the most guilty out of every single one that's happened. And I think it's just because the lack of information I've had, like throughout my life, like I didn't, I, there's stuff I'm just learning about now that I've been should have learned about, you know? And it's, I agree. I feel like, I think there's a couple of things. I think obviously there's a coronavirus that, makes everybody be at home and we have we're online more and we some people you know who are able to can go and protest i think there's i think also it's uh donald trump who kind of like like Mm. it just kind of like forced everybody to be like oh shit this is some real shit like we Mm -hmm. have to all kind of 
you know, be uh, more politically aware. I think more people have become political in the last couple of years. And then also Me Too mm. also because that was one of those things where it showed people that you can be, um, you can kind of force some accountability. You know, it, it didn't, it, you know, it, it took forever for uh, Harvey Weinstein to be uh indicted and to actually face charges but like it was like one small thing and because i feel before like people would get canceled or something like that canceled and then nothing and they would they would either come back or nothing or they wouldn't even really be canceled but now you know you see uh we, we saw like uh recently like uh the guy who runs crossfit who like started crossfit do you, you guys hear about yeah this like the guy who started crossfit and I remember when CrossFit started. This was like a long time ago. I was still in college when CrossFit started. And when CrossFit first started, it was um, an exercise thing, but it leaned really right wing, it, which was very strange because you would be sitting there on this website learning about like, oh, yeah, we're all going to do. OK, so it's 50 crunches and 50 pushups. And then we're going to carry our guns into like, you know, like the gym. And, I'm, and I was like, what? What is this? Like it, it, it like made no sense. Like it, it would just be like, you know, like, yeah, like exercises. And then we talk about like we have to fight for our rights because of And I would just be like, this is so confusing. But that's always been kind of like in the background oh. and not to say like that's a weird thing. But now like this CrossFit guy. He had to like step down because he's said like this incredibly stupid joke on Twitter and like it just feels like, you know, all these things are kind of like happening and I think people are like we're like we all kind of like woke up a little bit and mm-hmm. kind of figured it out. I don't know, you know. So so with with that CrossFit guy and then that yoga dude, the hot yoga guy that Yes. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yes. So what does this teach us that exercise is dangerous? Don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't exercise. <laughs> Bro, something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is interesting how it's like kind of transcended from just this police reform thing to like exposing. Now, I, I'm not even gonna use the word exposing because these people are coming out on their own. Like fucking, they really are right. So it, it's become it's it's gone from like, hey, let's like try to you know end police brutality to like, hey, I've been racist for 25 years and I want everyone to know about it. You know, it's been like a very strange shift on the internet. You're right because like none of these things is like something where we, it's just, it was, it's been out there, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I think with me too, it's like one of those things where everybody, you know how we used to say stuff like, oh, you know, boys will be boys or like, oh, you know how the casting couch is, right? That's like a joke. It's like the casting couch is a joke, but everybody kind of went along with it until somebody, until we stopped going along with it. And it, yeah, it's always been there and we just kind of like covered it up or, or, or made jokes about it. Like I think Fumi, mm-hmm. you were saying once like how, um, you know, like people think, you know, like Dave Chappelle, he'll make, you know, this is, you know, way back in, in the nineties, he make, he makes joke of, jokes about like, uh, taxis never stop for black people right ha 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 and everybody laughs and we're all laughing ha 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 right that's that's funny but then if you think about it that is the truth and that is what happened to him mm-hmm. but we all just kind of went along with it right like we're all like yeah, yeah you yeah. know how it is right yeah I, I don't know if you were involved in this andrew but like you know a lot of people have been weird about 
releasing content and stuff like in this time like we also mm-hmm. have been kind of weird about doing our hack city comedy show which you've done we we have been mm-hmm. donating and stuff try, trying to do the right thing uh mm-hmm. do, do you know like because i, I want to kind of talk about your show on joke uh on netflix that is it's, it's very funny and obviously it was filmed way before all this stuff mm-hmm. um but like I, I don't i don't know like were, were you did you hear anything about from the netflix team about like hey should we like not release this right now it's like kind of weird or did like i, I don't know if, if you know anything about that uh, I had, I, they didn't even tell me, I did, had no idea what was going on with that. I didn't even know it was going to be released until like a few weeks prior. And I didn't see mm, anything oh, wow. from it. And I honestly, I don't know if you saw but I wasn't in a lot of the, I didn't even, like I wasn't in a lot of the like pictures and stuff. So I was like, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. I know it, it was on purpose to have it on the Philippine Independence Day. I know that was a thing. Um, <laughs> what, what, what were you asking, though? <laughs> <laughs> like, did, no, I do want to ask, I though, know, because... I, well, because I, I bring this up because a lot of corporations are, like, trying to, like, do the right thing right now. I know Comedy mm-hmm. Central is like, we're not releasing anything in these times in solidarity, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Now, I'm not saying that that's, like, the right thing. That's just how they chose to do it. I, I just, mm-hmm. I didn't know if Netflix had a plan or something like that. I, I realized right. it's like, I, I realized you're not the guy being like, I want to release it right now, this week, this is the time. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like, it's, I think it has to be one of those things because like, uh, you know, some people are not releasing, st- it doesn't make sense to for like, for, let's write a sketch right now. I feel that's like, that's one thing and yeah. then it's a different thing if you've sort of like recorded a bunch of stuff and, you have to like kind of release things, um, you know, uh, um, you know, a movie or whatever. And mm-hmm. I wonder too, because, um, I think the, the question for me is like, how are people going to go forward? Because, you know, there's stuff has to, is going to keep coming out. It has to keep coming out. Mm-hmm. And is it now is like, well, do we all have to have different jokes? You know, like I mean, before this back, back when we, we were just dealing with, um, you know coronavirus i don't know what even that means like when we were doing that like we were all wondering if all of our jokes have to be coronavirus jokes now right or maybe after coronavirus none of our jokes can be about coronavirus you know like let's say if everything opened up will people want to hear about stuff like that Mm. so it's like now more than ever it's like you know you have to rethink about how your jokes are going to work in this context you know have you been chatting and obviously we're kind of stuck in the zoom era right now like have you Mm -hmm. what do you think about like how are we going to write jokes in you know uh in the in the next couple of months or weeks or years yeah you know like where do you think it's going to go well for me me personally i i don't really write too much of like going leaning anyway anyway you know what i'm saying like it, it's most like i don't i'm not i did try not to be that divisive in my stand-up mm-hmm. that's just not because like i don't want to pick a side it's just because like i am i am the one of the dumbest people in the world like i don't know facts <laughs> i don't <laughs> yep same all, all my opinions are probably wrong you know what i mean they're not <laughs> or just like they don't make sense at least um which i'm trying to be better about i'm trying to be more you know just trying to learn more but um for me i think it's just like we're, we're just gonna have to see what happens we're gonna have to uh see the trends and we're just gonna have to adapt that's that's our whole job we we literally adapt to our surroundings so i think that's just what yeah we're man, gonna i have mean to do. you i you have we had a, we had you on our show the other day and your opener was like a toilet paper prop joke you know you but you're yeah. adapting baby yeah, and I, and, I, and I know, and I know, and I know 
I'm not going to be able to do that later, but it's like, yeah, this works for this. So I'm just going to continue for this. And if I wrote that, I can write something else later. You know, it's going to, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, the Zoom shows I've done, it's like, there's two, two pathways. One person who just writes all new Corona shit, right? Yeah. And there's the other person who does not write any new shit and just changes the setup to make, make it make sense for Corona. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. So mm-hmm. in, instead of saying like, I was with my friend, friend at a bar, they'll just be like, I was FaceTiming with my mom or something, you know, just to uh, like, yeah, uh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. so that's like, but you know, it seems to be working. I think mm-hmm. to Mike's point, not everybody wants to hear about Corona all the time, especially now. I mean, I don't know. It's just been like going on for so fucking long. So like, I think, I mean, can you imagine coming out of this and you did a 20 minute set and it's all about Corona? Like I, mm-hmm. you know, I think some people just miss like a good old, Hey, can you just hump the stool for a second? Like for, 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 <laughs> yeah. for nostalgia. Like I missed that. You Gotta know, miss that. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Like like the so. like the opener I did on your show, I like pulled out like a roll of toilet paper. Like I, I can't yeah. do that live, but I will <laughs> I will be a prop comic when we come back. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. When, when you did that uh toilet paper uh prop joke, I, I was I was literally texting with fumi and i was like i was like we need to become prop comics <laughs> and this is like the way this is the way it's gonna be um i hey. do want to talk to you about the 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 special that you have um so joe koi it's uh it's a netflix special it's called in his element and it's different because it's not just uh you know joe koi very popular ha- has a bunch of specials but he put out um it's kind of like it's like a, a a variety show really where he mm-hmm. showcases different kinds of like Filipino, a Filipino American talent. It's um, you know, uh, just like just to get started. How did you meet Joe Coy? Like, how did you meet him, and how did you kind of get involved in this project? Uh, this was kind of wild. So I was doing an all Filipino show in L.A. when I st- I was still living in the Bay. I drove up for the show, and then uh, right before I got on stage, uh, I just see like everybody's like, "Oh shit, he's here, he's here, he's here," and then I look oh, over. This is like literally right before I'm about to walk on stage, and I see uh, Joe Coy and then Andrew and Andrew Lopez. In the uh, oh just, wow, they they just came just randomly because they heard there was a Filipino show. So I, I do a set there, <laughs> and then I, I do I I guess I do fairly well to where uh, at the end of the night Joe comes up to me and was like, "Hey, dude, you're funny. Can you open up for me?" Uh, this was on a Friday, and then he was like, "Hey, can you open up for me on Tuesday?" in uh whoa in whatever redondo beach at uh comedy magic and i was still wow. leaving, I, I was leaving the next day so shit yeah i was leaving the next day so i was like yeah sure okay and then, <laughs> and then uh i drove back home and then i went to work on monday i know the show was on a saturday i drove back home sunday went to work on monday um Tuesday morning, went to work, got left early, drove to LA, did the show, opened for him, did five minutes, and then uh, drove after the show, drove back home immediately, back to the bay. Oh oh my god! Yeah, and then that so and for people who don't know, like that drive is like like six hours. Yeah, yeah, it's like five, five and a half, six, depending on traffic. Oh my god! Yeah, so I drove up. So you drove? Yeah, yeah, ten hours, ten plus hours of driving. For just uh, for five, do five minutes, minutes. Five, minutes. Do five minutes. What if you, what if you bombed? <laughs> I, 
<laughs> that is still still worth it you know <laughs> but, yeah um yeah and then just a couple i didn't after that and a couple months later uh he, he hit me up and he's like hey i want you to be a part of this project i was like hell yeah let's let's go let's do this i was so worried about my set uh translating because i was doing jokes about like coachella and edm and like shit like that and i was so worried about how that would go over out there so i was like I, yeah i was like joe like one day one of the days we were shooting i was like yo dude i need to run this set like can i can i go to an open mic like can we like can i he's like yeah let's go he came to wow we i went on facebook i hit up anyone like just randomly that i knew and i found this open mic in the philippines uh underground like kind of like whoa very like underground of a bar and it was like it was like this little ass room with like a like a tiny bar just like that could only that like only one person could fit behind there given like just beers and then like a tiny little cool little room it looked like a a, a room here you know and it was just like mm-hmm. a a crazy little open mic and people saw joe come in and saw what was kind of happening and then just packed like people oh my were, God. were calling people and this was at like after a whole day of shooting and it was probably around like nine or ten at like at night and, the, and then when we were driving the drivers was like nah we're not doing this like this is like sketchy because if we when we pull up we were like okay up top is like a chicken spot and then like a restaurant and then you want us to go down these stairs into this place. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, in America, we do this shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Hey, I'm a, I'm a comedian. Open mics. Open yeah, mics yeah, are yeah. always in a shithole. Yeah. 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 So like every, all production is like, I don't know if we should do this. And we get in there and then like, it's, it's packed people just from people texting word of mouth, Facebook, social media, whatever people just get in there. It's probably like the room safely probably seats, probably like 50. There was probably like 80 to 90 people in there. Just, Oh my God. Is Joe Coy, is Joe Coy a name in the Philippines? Yeah, dude. They gave him when we were out there, they gave him like the equivalent of like the, the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame or whatever. Oh shit! That, that's that, awesome. That same week, so he shot the special, and then he did his soul, his show, just like a for him, just like him, not the yeah. variety thing. And then the next day, gave him a, a star or whatever. Back to like how Joe's like in the community, like about the community, you know. So we are at this open mic, and the people that went before us, like there was like these three comics. Uh, who were so fucking funny, like hilarious. Really? Like, and then like this one dude was, uh, he goes up, uh, his name's red, his name's red. So, so, uh, so funny. He, he goes up and he's like, okay, well, uh, Joe Coy's here. So I'm going to do my set in English. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he does about one and a half to two minutes of a set in English and smashes. And then he goes, well, that's all the English I know. And then he goes into the <laughs> And it was hilarious. And then the the next dude goes up and he's uh, he's Japanese. He's straight up Japanese. He just moved here from Japan. And he, he just started to learn Tagalog. And he's doing a set in Tagalog. But he's like, do it. He's he does it like super aggressive, 
like but he still oh. has like a japanese like accent in tagalog and it was so fucking weird so funny and he had like these these weird drawings he was like a he was like a an asian bo burnham it was or, or Dimitri <laughs> Martin, like a, a mix of Dimitri Martin and like Bo Burnham, and he was so funny. And then the host was really funny. And then at the end, Joe was like, "Hey, do y'all want to open for me at this the the big show after the taping?" And oh then, my god! Wow. So he, he invited three of the comedians to open for him, and it was that's awesome. So nice, you know. I uh, just uh, very quickly too like. It, I was watching it and I was just, uh, it's a variety show and I, I was watching, there's like, so there's like dancers, there's like singers, there's, yeah, there's like b-boying, there's obviously comedy and, and Joe Coy sort of emceeing it and I was watching this and I was like, this is the most Filipino thing I've ever seen and it was just like brought me back to like uh, Filipino culture night that was at my school, <laughs> oh, shit. you know? I, I mean, I was just like, where is the dance with the sticks? You know, because I was like, any second that's going to happen. Because like, it was, yeah. just, it felt very Filipino, like the production of it and everything yeah. like that. Um, I don't know. Did you ever do anything like that? Did you, when, when, you um, know? I don't remember there being like a Filipino night, but uh, I remember I did this one. <laughs> I remember, uh, did you all, did you all, when you all graduated, did you have grad night? I did have grad night. Like yeah. after the ceremony, after you walk, you have like a huge party at a place. So in my area, uh, there was uh, <laughs> there was this one school, the another school, just like not the school that I went to. They it was their grad night the night, the either the night before or the weekend before, that high school, and my cousins and I pull up. And we were just like, because we're still in high school. So we're like, damn, we should, we should get in this party, you know, even though we don't go to the school and you, <laughs> you can only get in there if you're in the school. And then we, we see a guy who's just like packing up. He's like, we're like, oh, are you leaving? And he's like, yeah. He's like, can we get your like pass? And then he's like, is staff pass? And he was like, yeah, sure. So we take it. And oh. then, <laughs> yeah, we take the pass, just the one pass. And we go up to one of the, the just the entrance. We go up to the entrance and they're like, hey, uh, we're from, uh, uh, we were just on America's Best Dance Crew. Uh, we're performing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and this was when this was this was I think either the season of or after Jabberwockies had won. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we they let us. They're like, oh, okay, cool. And they let us in. We just partied with like a a different school for a night <laughs> until like <laughs> three in the morning. <laughs> Bro, that's that's I, I love that. that's Filipino privilege right there. You can just say you're in the Jabawakis. <laughs> just like you know, it's just yeah. You could at any second, you know, you you're uh, you just just you, you're that's your that's like if you were a spy, you just like your your go to disguise is b boy. That's, that's always your move. It's like don't worry, I, I'm a I'm a dancer. It's okay. Let me uh, let me in behind enemy lines here. The, the, um, the fun, I feel the, you and I. Yeah, go ahead. Also, the the funny thing was we were so ready to prove it if they were to be like, hey, uh, really? Can you do it? Yeah, because. Uh, a lot of us danced at the time like we we did do that kind of not me really but all my cousins and stuff were like really into that so if yeah. they were to, if we would have been prepared if they <laughs> if they That's called so us out funny. on it <laughs> You're, yeah yeah i feel that you guys actually got a little disappointed that nobody made you do your dance routine you know what i'm saying it's like we've been rehearsing for weeks bro you know like <laughs> It's now time for everyone's favorite segment. It is Das, das Reis News. News. 
So today we've got one I wanted to talk about. We haven't said that in this, a while. We haven't said that in a while. <laughs> yeah, it felt weird. It and did, people love it. It felt like when we were just saying it together, we couldn't get it right. It was like having sex, but like we took two years off, so we don't know how to have sex anymore. <laughs> I've never taken two years off, so I don't know. But uh, okay, so it's... um, it's no, I, I don't know. Okay, so this one comes from... And this is something that's been... You know, we've been talking about how this, you know, this this... This time feels different. Everything feels, you know, kind of changing. Obviously, there's a lot of reasons for that. But one of the examples is with Bon Appetit. So the uh, editor of the magazine had to step down because he had some crazy shit, like, come out, and which is fine. I don't give a shit about that. But recently, Bon Appetit's Sola al Walwali says only white editors are paid for test kitchen videos. Mm. So this is kind of a crazy thing. And, you know, this goes back also to pay, you mm-hmm. know, because... Uh, people are talking about how much they get paid, and she says that she only gets paid fifty thousand uh, dollars a year, and she doesn't get paid for the videos. Only the white um, editors get paid for the videos, and you know, again, they put out a lot of video content now. That's sort of mm. like the name of the game. Also, I have to we have to kind of acknowledge that like she's really like putting her livelihood on the line yeah. Yeah. by doing yeah. this. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. that's going to be a real weird uh, Monday check-in after all this has happened. You <laughs> Stat- know what I'm saying? Status call. Yeah, the status <laughs> call is going to be like, okay, so how's we've got these doing? videos coming out. How, yeah, how's, it, how's everybody's weekend? Okay, yeah. I think Sola came out and just destroyed the entire platform. How, how, how's everybody else doing? <laughs> I do, the weird thing about me is like how do you when, you, when you give her her paycheck or whatever, her salary... How do you how do how does the company justify justify that? What did they just say like oh she doesn't do that much stuff or I don't know it, it just seems so wrong. <laughs> like I don't yeah. I don't get it. Cuz in the article it says like she did that, most of the work or she did a lot <laughs> yeah, of yeah. <laughs> you know so it's like I think that's why it's like important to like everybody should like we should have a thing where you know how we always uh if there I don't know if you guys ever do this where you talk with your boys and you go hey man you know what's how many how many chicks have you gotten with or how many people have you slept with and it's like oh I got 15 or 10 or whatever the fuck it is. We should do that with a conversation with how much money do you make too bro? You know cuz like that's really where the conversation should go cuz I think the more we the because I feel like it's taboo to talk about money and mm-hmm. I've never I don't think I've sort of learned that how your value of something and how much you make don't really correlate, you know? Oh, 100%. You, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I bet you, you know, like, I, you know, Andrew, uh, you know, you, you're very funny and, and you're getting all these things, but I, you know, I bet you broke, there are people yeah. who are less... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're broke. <laughs> and there are other people who don't make who are not as funny as you, not yeah. as like uh, How are you, you know? on how are you on Netflix and broke? That's that's America for you, man. That's how, why How I, are you on Netflix and hanging out with us? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, this I makes mean, no uh, sense. Yeah, I mean it does if you've seen my shoes. <laughs> those elevens, those elevens, I know that. I just Did you oh, uh I had we had like an incident at work. This is like a long time ago when I when I worked uh, at a different ad agency, but I uh, 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 like a female VP f- went to the printer and she found a pay stub of somebody else who worked there who had the exact same position as her, but she was working there way longer and it was like double Jeez. what she was getting paid. And like, yeah. we, we had to have a whole fucking meeting about it, you know? But That's I think it, it is because to Mike's point, it's like, cause it's such a taboo thing to talk about it. People have to find out in these like weird, scary ways. But I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm always asking my friends how much they make, bro. I'm, I'm, yeah, so, I'm nosy as fuck, dude. I'm That's always, I'm always asking, dude. 
You should be, dude. You should be asking yes. that. You should be asking who's who you fucking and how much money you make. Yeah, you know, the, that's the real the real way to pose that question is how much don't you make? That's a, that's, a, that's a lot. I feel like that's a lot nicer. You know, it's like you know how you know how you're not supposed to like a uh, ask a a woman how old she is. Yeah, mm. but what if you flip that and you be like, hey, how young are you? <laughs> <laughs> you learned this from your Filipino dad. This is this is some Filipino dad dumbass pickup line shit. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. How much don't you weigh? Huh? You, you, you see what I did there? Huh? Huh? How how far away from a million dollars are you? You know, like. Uh, thank you very much. That was our show. Um, and I want to again thank uh, Andrew Arolfo. Uh, please check out uh, on Netflix. Um, uh, it, he, you know, with it, Joe Coy. In his elements is what it's called. In his element. That's uh, it's a uh, it's a very funny and it's a really cool like again kind of like uh, feel of what um, you know sort of Filipino American culture is and, and that that whole that whole thing. It's 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 very different uh, comedy uh, approach. So that was really fun. Um, you know, check uh, him out. Where can we find? Where can our fans find you, Andrew? Um, I guess andrewrolfo.com or just IG, Twitter, and everything is at Andrew underscore Rolfo. That's all. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And you can always find us on Instagram at Asian.AsianPod. I am also on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. Please come to our live comedy shows that we have every week. Every every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called Hack City Comedy. Just Google it or just go to Asian.AsianPod for tickets. It is free. Yes. Um, you know, uh, please uh, subscribe to our Patreon at Patreon. Uh, it's at patreon.com slash asian not asian pod you can get bonus content and all sorts of fun stuff like that yep, yep, uh, yep. I think that's it I think that's uh, it man yeah, uh, yeah once again thank you very much Andrew uh, you know you. Go, stay out there stay safe uh, ask people how much money <laughs> they don't make yeah, don't make <laughs> yes don't <laughs> make uh, and uh, yeah alright bye bye bye